Welcome to the Florida College campus for Daily Chapel in Hutchinson Auditorium. Subscribe to this channel to be notified when a podcast is ready for you to enjoy. It's been a pleasure speaking to you this week. On Tuesday, I discussed how God is bigger. Yesterday, how God is compassionate. And today, how God is loving. Often, I fear we take God's love for granted. Now, think about this. If God did not love, nothing good would exist. There would be no scripture. No divine providence or protection, no comfort, no hope, no purpose, no salvation, only darkness and despair. 
But we don't have to worry about that. God does love. And God's love is no ordinary love. It is love to the greatest degree. In Exodus chapter 34 and verse 6, God is described as abounding in steadfast love and faithfulness. Paul in Ephesians chapter 2 and verse 4 speaks of God's rich mercy and the great love with which he loves us. John in 1 John chapter 3 and verse 1 exclaims, Behold, what manner of love, that is, what great amount of love the Father has bestowed on us that we should be called children of God. Now you see the emphasis in those passages. God loves us to the greatest degree. He can because he is the source of love. As John says in 1 John chapter 4, Beloved, let us love one another, for love is from God. Also, he says, The one who does not love does not know God, for God is love. It's impossible to know God apart from his love. Love is his nature. It is who he is. And since God is the source of love, and loves to the greatest degree, it makes him the best example of love for us to follow. And that's what John was saying. When we truly understand God's love, then we better know how we should love one another. Let's spend more time in the Word, learning about the character of God. When our actions are unloving, we need a refresher course. We need to get back to the Word and be reminded who is the standard for our conduct. To love like God loves, that's the goal. God's love is so great because of his motivation. And so why does he love? Because he strongly and sincerely desires what's best for you and me so much so that he was willing to sacrifice. From before the beginning, that was his plan. Jesus would come to redeem mankind from sin. He would seek and save those who were lost by drawing them to himself through the greatest demonstration of love the world has ever known. 1 John chapter 4, verses 9 and 10 says, <clears throat> In this the love of God was made manifest among us, that God sent his only Son into the world so that, he, that, so that we might live through him. In this is love, not that we loved God, but that he loved us and sent his Son to be the propitiation for our sins. The sending of Jesus who voluntarily suffered and died on the cross to pay for our sins, is the most unselfish act of love possible. If you ever come to doubt how great the love of God is, then consider carefully the cross. By our sins, we deserve punishment and separation from God. But Jesus said, no, no, I'll take their place. I'll suffer instead. That's love. And he loved us even while we behaved as enemies. Romans chapter 5 and verse 8, but God shows his love for us in that while we, was, we, were, we were still sinners, Christ died for us. We are so unworthy of what Jesus did for us. 
But that doesn't matter because he loves us to the greatest degree. In Ephesians chapter 3, Paul prayed that the brethren be rooted and grounded in love, that they may be able to comprehend with all the saints what is the breadth, the length and height and depth, and to know the love of Christ, which surpasses knowledge. In other words, the love of God through Christ boggles the mind. But let's keep meditating on that so we can at least begin to fathom the extent of its greatness. Lastly, God loves because he wants to bring us home. I want to go there, don't you? And think about this. Heaven will be a place in which love will eternally be at its strongest. And that sounds wonderful, doesn't it? I'll close my chapel talks by reading from Lamentations chapter 3, where in spite of personal adversity and national tragedy, the prophet Jeremiah focused on the greatness of God. He said, This I recall to my mind, therefore I have hope. The Lord's loving kindnesses indeed never cease, for his compassions never fail. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. The Lord is my portion, says my soul. Therefore, I have hope in him. Let us pray. Our Almighty Father in heaven, we are in awe of who you are. None are stronger or more compassionate and loving than you. Indeed, everything that is good, wholesome, and worthwhile exists because of your love for us. You have given us life and breath. You've multiplied our blessings and given us the greatest gift of love through Jesus Christ. May we always be thankful for this salvation. May we learn to love as you have loved us. Be with us, Lord, each day and receive us home in the end. And we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's sing the Lord's <clears throat> My Shepherd, I'll not want. <laughs>
Thank you for joining us for Daily Chapel from Florida College. Have a blessed day.